Breaking news we're following right now. The Pentagon now says U.S. forces have carried out an airstrike against a weapons facility in Syria linked to, uh, to various groups backed by Iran. CNN's Jeremy Diamond is joining us from Tel Aviv, Israel right now. He's got the latest. What are you learning, Jeremy? Yeah, that's right, Wolf. Two uh, U.S. F-15s striking a weapons uh, storage facility in eastern Syria. Uh, this was just confirmed by uh, the U.S. Department of Defense. This happened in response to attacks carried out by Iranian proxies in the region against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria. We have watched over uh, the last several weeks as Iranian proxies have ramped up their attacks on U.S. Uh, personnel and bases in Iraq and Syria. Since October 17th, 40 times uh, those bases have been attacked by those Iranian proxies, leaving multiple U.S. service members with traumatic brain injuries uh, and other injuries that the military characterized as minor. Uh, but this is just an ongoing saga in the potential for greater escalation here as Iran has employed its proxies to attack not only Israel, but also U.S. interests in the region. Earlier today, in fact, uh, the Houthi rebels in Yemen, who are also allied with Iran, took down an unmanned U.S. Uh, aerial drone, uh, which is uh, another significant move uh, in this story as we watch to see uh, whether or not this conflict between Israel and Hamas could potentially escalate into a broader regional war, which the U.S. is very much trying to avoid. Yes, yeah, certainly is, but it's a very serious development indeed. We're also getting, and I do, know you're doing a lot of reporting on this, a new look uh, inside Israel's ground offensive that's ongoing in Gaza. What are you learning? That's right, Wolf. We went into Gaza on Saturday with the Israel Defense Forces, and today uh, several other journalists, including Reuters, getting an opportunity to go inside. These are very tightly controlled visits, uh, very limited window, and military sensors do review footage. Uh, but we are getting a picture, in this case, of northern Gaza and some of Israel's military operations. This is all happening as Israeli forces are moving now into the heart of Gaza City, according to Israel's Minister of Defense. For several days now, we've been hearing that they've been encircling Gaza City, and now they are saying that they are firmly operating within that city, a Hamas stronghold. Of course, it's very difficult for us to independently verify those accounts by the Israeli military, but all of this is happening as uh, senior Israeli officials uh, are making very clear, Wolf, that the tunnel system that remains uh, below Gaza remains a tremendous challenge for Israeli forces. And tonight, the Israel Defense Forces confirming that they have uh, taken out 130 tunnel systems uh, since uh, this war began. But of course, they acknowledge that many, many more still remains. Meanwhile, the humanitarian situation in Gaza Wolf remains dire. We are watching as hospitals are running out of medical supplies, running out of fuels to carry out their operations. And the U.N. Secretary General is warning that the way Israel is carrying out its military operations, saying that there is clearly something wrong there. Wolf. Jeremy Diamond reporting from Tel Aviv, Israel. Thank you very much. I want to get some more now on the crisis in Gaza as countless Palestinians flee the Israeli bombardment in the northern strip for an uncertain future in the south. CNN Salma Abdelaziz has a closer look at their harrowing journey. Taking only what they can carry, families are fleeing Gaza City. They wave white flags made of anything they can find. And as the sounds of war echo around them, they signal yet again that they are innocents. Now we're supposed to be in the safe area, but you can hear the bombs behind us. 
He says, all of our houses are gone. Nothing is left. The Israeli military has been calling for weeks on all those living in the northern part of the Strip to move southwards, most recently opening what it called safe corridors for limited windows of time, pushing thousands here to Salah Dean Street, where evacuees describe a harrowing journey. We saw along the road destruction, dead bodies everywhere, and the Israeli tanks would demand to search the youth. She says, we saw one young man stripped naked. We witnessed unbearable scenes. The only way to reach the route is by foot or by cart for those who can find room. There was heavy shelling on our neighborhood and we were forced to flee. We have to use these donkey carts because there's no fuel, he says. They cut everything off to force us out of our homes. Israeli troops are now in the heart of Gaza City. As Israel's defense minister apparently declared the entire city, the whole of the enclave's largest population center, a legitimate target. Gaza is the biggest terrorist stronghold that mankind has ever built. This whole city is one big terror base. Underground, they have kilometers of tunnels connecting to hospitals and schools. The UN calls this exodus forcible displacement and accuses Israel of the collective punishment of some two million people. And these routes can be dangerous and deadly. This was Salah Dean Street just a few weeks ago. CNN geolocated and authenticated these videos showing the aftermath of explosions that killed evacuees. You can see luggage among the bodies. And many fear they will never be allowed to return home. Some here say this is reminiscent of the Nakba, the Arabic term for the expulsion of Palestinians from their towns during the founding of Israel. We walked a very long way. It felt like the Nakba of 2023, she says. We walked by dead people who were ripped to shreds. Children were very tired because there was no water. People were dying and there were elderly who couldn't walk. And for those who do make it, bombardment and siege await them in the south too. There is no true escape. And thanks to CNN Salma Abdelaziz for that report.